Hi, I'm Paul. You're listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, joining in. Uh, I'm here joined by Dave the Mad Hatter, correct? Correct. Rehabby award-winning Jimmy Kimmel Almost Live, and I'll tell you why I remembered that. Arg Just Josh Funk. Man, Josh, I think I are pirate no Josh. Argue, there's no, well, there is a point. It this is week, but cheesy Josh. Cheesy Josh. Oh, it cheesy could be Josh. cheesy Josh. Could be cheesy the Josh man, after man, last man week. Hey, he, he held off for a whole two minutes while the cheese was incredible. Yeah. Uh, but you could tell it was a, it was a, a struggle and a fight well, you with do his inner have self. to let it breathe. You, I, well, it's it, not a wine. Yeah, it's not a wine. It's I was trying cheese. to help you out there, but I, I un, right, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, dude, but, forget you know, it. Now you're done. Yeah, you air it out, and it's so like we're here to review comic books. We're here to review comic books, and uh, to start off, um, I did something I haven't done before this week. Finished all your books? Not bad. I was. I left the door open for you. I really thought you were gonna. I was gonna say, had it like good thought or. <laughs> Okay, I thought woke up without any pain from being old. No, no, not that, not that at all. No, there's always pain. I showed you my leg, right? (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. I'm leaving the door open. Go ahead. Got nothing. All right. Trying to get this book done. (laughs) I listened to the podcast. Whoa! I haven't even done that. I actually listened to it in in the government car on the way back from an office and i i wanted to hear the beginning because you guys were like oh we get you know and somehow i left the whole thing on like i listened to the whole thing and i was surprised you know what would make it better editing (laughs) (laughs) yeah it would if only we could find an editor it would actually make it sound like pretty good (laughs) not only that you do realize how much you miss when so because uh, when I, we did the intros, you were like, whoa, rehabby award winning. And and, uh, and uh, I was like, oh, yeah. And then so like after I got done with the last episode that that's currently up now as of this recording, then because I heard some technical things, I was like, OK, I want to try and work on this. And it's like, boy, if this was edited out, because I think there's a spot where you're showing me the Hulk where it's being printed at now. Oh, yeah, I never edited that. And, and it, none of that's mm-hmm. edited out. So there's like this dead air for like 98 <laughs> seconds. And <laughs> and I, I, I knew what was going on, so it was kind of funny to me. And then, of course, you're like, here, edit it out. And then I clap and everybody laughs. <laughs> everybody it's laughs. Por- and then, por- But then the... The funniest thing is, is that you start tapping on the mic. I almost pissed myself because I knew what was going on. Because it's like, that's it was so funny. If if I do recall, that was the night that we bought like a hundred dollars worth of beer, though. Uh, yeah, because maybe I'm not sure. Maybe definitely when. Because well, the next episode that alcohol. kicked in, the next episode that kicked in, 
Yeah, it wasn't the cheese one. There, it might have been. Well, if it if it was the one that, uh, that the, had the intro music, that's the, the latest. Technically, the latest that's, one up there because that's up uh, posted the now. And that was but the then the one the that came one. after, because then it, it just yeah, ran into the one before it, which was the Rehabby Awards. And I'm going through this whole Rehabby thing and remembering it's like, oh yeah, and then oh, and then after a while, you're like, ooh. We were getting pretty smashed because <laughs> it's like there's things being said. Or I was like, "Oh, oh, that's bad." <laughs> and then it's a part then of our the charm. Thing, the whole thing goes through, and I'm like, "When the hell did Jimmy win an award?" And I'm down to like about the last two and a half minutes. It's like two two thirty on the thing, and then somebody just shouts out, well, "What about best rant?" <laughs> and, then, and then it's all basically go well, Jimmy. It was Jimmy when he walked out and goes through the whole thing <laughs> I was like oh that's when it happened so that's how I remember that and I listened to the podcast so See what I did hear some smashed. of the technical things that you were talking about um, on that too so we're I'm going to try to work on that and tweak some of this a little bit it's part of See our what happens when we get smashed Jimmy wins an award Jimmy wins an award yeah yeah so um, I would um, also say for everybody else, eat the mic uh, a little bit on, on some stuff. Uh, but you can definitely hear, uh, you know, things. So Listen, yeah, if, I eat I, I mic, listened. if I eat the mic, you get Vader Hatter. So. <laughs> no, not always eat the mic, just when you speak, you know, that's all. And then, then when you breathe, step way back. <laughs> Fucking hate you. You're not too far back. There's a shelf there. And yeah, it's sturdy. <laughs> Don't lean back. We know it's sturdy. Don't lean back. All right. So enough of enough about us and and uh, review the books that came. We're going to review the books January. that came out on January 16th. Look at re- 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 me remembering stuff. You almost got it out there. Uh, he, he can remember the stuff. date, but it, it cost him the ability to speak. Um, well, either that or the cheese. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, it's been you know it's been a rough week. We're in the middle of our snow. Snowmageddon, I believe. We are in a state of emergency as of uh, 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah, it's snow emergency or state of emergency? No, it's a state of emergency. Oh, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that means no commercial traveling. No commercial traveling. Remember that. I'm essential personnel. Right. <laughs> no, I am. Yeah, I know. You are. You are. I'm not. They tell us that we are, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start and off see this with... how Jimmy's my chauffeur. He's, he's like essential personnel, too. Look at that. You're important. I'm the chaplain. Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to start off with Marvel like we do every week on the podcast. Don't worry, Josh will hey, edit it out. Hey, it only took 15 minutes to get to the actual content of the podcast. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Josh will edit out. Yeah. 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 No, he won't. <laughs> Not at all. All right. So, Amazing Spider-Man 13, Leggy 814. Look at us slowly crawling to 900 um um this was the third part of the jonah jameson story arc yeah and the last part last one we ended off with the gigantic mr big yep yep and uh in this issue we find out who the gigantic mr big from the enforcers is it was actually his uh son Mm-hmm. This time around, and we get this whole big backstory on Jonah um, and Mr. Big and the original Mr. Big um, and how he was a reporter and Joden gave him a chance. And um, but and he was one of the best reporters he had on the bugle. And then he did the whole crime thing and Jonah gave him a second chance. And then and then he fell back that into too. it. Yeah. And um, so um, a lot of things that I 
truly liked about it outside of, you know, Spider-Man had to shit beat out of him. And, and Jonah's taking kind of care of all of this while Peter's kind of getting his uh, shit together again. And um, uh, so I, um, you know, of course, we have our little little tussle. We have a I, I thought a good resolution to this enforcers uh, yeah. storyline. I, I, I was on the fence whether or not I liked what was going on with Jonah because there was a little bit of um, um, he's not really Jonah. No, you know what I mean. No, but then he slips into it. Yeah, you know here and there. So I kind of liked that part of it. Well, it's really playing off of what I like about this scene. That I don't know if spectacular ended or just. I, I, it's, it's, it's in hiatus, if nothing else. Well, after that Spider-Geddon crap issues that should be, but it's really playing off of what Zdarsky did with them after the reveal of Peter being Spider-Man and kind of that all hitting Jonah in that series. And that's what that, the second half of that series really focused off of when Zdarsky was doing it. And I like that they've continued that, uh, here. Yeah. And, um. So pretty much Spider-Man's ends up saving both of them. Jonah gets shot and what well, does he actually like pull this robot up from the ground yep. walls? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, with Spider-Man there's always a lot of pulling. Yeah. You know, since the second one with the train and, you know, a lot of his <laughs> arms stretching. They they do that a lot now. Yeah. Um uh, but I, I sort of liked the Kingpin thing. He stood up to Kingpin yeah. at the awards ceremony. I liked that. But that felt more Jonah-like. It, it was more Jonah-style. Like, the, the whole bleeding heart, oh, my God, what have I done type thing really doesn't fit his character. It doesn't, but it does. It can show that he has a heart, I guess. Yeah, and that always you know. shined through even in early issues. Even yeah. when he was doing these evil things, he still took care of people. And then... The next, it ends with him going to the radio station where he's having his radio program. And, you know, it, I don't know why it didn't, or maybe it did click with me, but when I read this one, it's like, oh, yeah, this totally makes a lot of sense since there is no more really newsprint anymore. The only way Jonah can go on his rants and stuff like that would be on a radio show, maybe. And it's sort of a podcast. podcast. Yeah, that sort of makes he, sense. He does have a podcast in the uh, video game. Yeah. So, Which apparently will become canon here pretty soon. And then we have a little Scorpion thing with their background villain story, and uh, Old Man Vulture shows up. Not just Vulture, you see. Well, there's there's uh, Stega Steggy Man and uh, King Cobra, Tarantula, King Cobra, Tarantula. Well, not not only that. Uh, what what you kind of missed is Jonah's losing his morning show to Crazy Ira and the Douche, basically yeah. from Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> so, um, this was a really, you know, solid issue. Yeah, uh, yeah. Amazing. Like I, said, I don't think we've had any real complaints about what he's doing. It's, it's a Spider-Man You, you complain about the artist. I will next week. Yeah. Petralo being on this, I'm dreading. Yeah. So, you, you complain about the artist. And uh, other than that, uh, still still solid uh, ongoing title. All righty. Anything else this week from Marvel? Ah, Marvel Comics Presents, number one. No leggy number. Hi, I'm Dave. No Hi, leggy. Dave. Hi, Dave. No, no leggy, leggy on number. This. Are you sure? That's a variant. That's oh, why. Okay. I'm, 
I would think there would Am be. Am I the only one that has a copy of this? Yeah. Let me, I, I'll check. I'll check. Anyway, um, we get three we, stories in this. We get three stories. Uh, the main one is going to be focusing on Wolverine and how he no and uh, <laughs> Josh just cut the cheese. <laughs> Literally. I didn't read this book either. I got nothing to do with eat cheese right now. <laughs> Josh just cut the cheese. So... <laughs> It's basically adding to Logan's backstory. Him and Dum Dum are fighting together in World War II. And the Nazis have some lady with mystical powers surrounded. And they want her to summon this weapon for Hitler. And she's going to like try and turn around on him. That, you know, she summons a weapon, but it takes the Nazis out. But Logan and Dum Dum and their uh, unit take the Nazis out. And the, the demons released. Everybody. He, he just kills everybody. The demon's name is Truth, and um, as she starts dying, she tells Logan that, that every ten, ten years, years he, he has, has to come back to protect her line of blood from this demon, so that they can put this demon back in a cage. That kind of reminds me of um that Batman Wonder Woman story we had. Yeah, the the yeah, with the gentleman, but. That's basically that story. Um, then we get a Namor story, um, and also set in World War Two. Well, these are all set in the forties, right? They're doing decade by decade. Okay, but uh, it's basically Namor dealing with his human side after one of his favorite uh, fellow soldiers has died, and he couldn't save him. Uh, And the third story was pretty flaky Captain America story. Like, I, I, out of all three, this was the weakest. Uh, it's Cap and Tony returning from some kind of mission, and like this, like this girl rides up to him on a bike, and that's Greg Landart. It is. Um, and like, it, it's dealing with problems. The girl wants to be a daredevil and stuff like that. The mom's. I did. I didn't like this one at all. It was like pointless. The art's fantastic. The art's great in it, but that's the best thing about the story. In I my don't opinion. recall. I thought Marvel Comics presents um, before and no leggy numbering on on this one. I told you. Well, I had the regular cover, no leggy numbering. Um, I told you. The wasn't there only two stories? Wasn't it a flip book? Yeah. Huh. Originally. Yeah. yeah. Supposed yeah, to so, be. So. We're having three now. Yeah, apparently. Okay. I don't know. Like like I said, the Captain America, they could have done without the Captain America. They could put Namor and Wolverine in there, and it would have been fine by me. Yeah, and it's uh, it's all the writers that are doing the stories currently, because you have Charles Soule doing mm-hmm. uh, Wolverine. I think it was Zdarsky on the Namor, wasn't it? I'm not sure. No, it was Greg Pak. Yeah. But... Um, I'll probably pick up the second issue. I'll, uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely read it. I mean, it was interesting. I'm kind of want to see if they're gonna stick with these three characters, although, or if they're gonna start mixing them up. Although I think, uh, I think Cap would get kind of boring for about sixty years in the middle there. Yeah, <laughs> he's still on ice. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, in the North Atlantic, <laughs> it'd, it'd be really. They could put Dan Slot on that. Even he couldn't fuck that up. Yes, he could. <laughs> yes, he could. Yes, he could. Because you didn't read the new FF. <laughs> uh, did you read it? I did. Oh boy, I did it early. I read to, it as well. So to take the so pain he, away. he called me on Wednesday to discuss uh, the con this weekend. And we talked about the con and stuff like that for probably about 10 minutes. And then he bitched about Fantastic Four for about five. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, that's what I did. We'll get yeah. to it. So, all right. Mr. Jimmy. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. I'm going to jump right into uh, Venom number 10. By oh, one of our favorites, Mr. Donny Cates. Your first Donny Cates book this week. My first of two, yes. So uh, we pick up in a diner where Eddie's kind of getting to know his uh, little brother that he just found out that he had. Yes. So, and his little brother is doing basically what we do every week on this and kind of debating the venom. Like, well, he's a good guy, but you still kill people. And it's pretty fun, Eddie, going, well, yeah, that's kind of what I do. And he's like, well, if you just sat, talk to your Aunt Mary, it's like, I don't have an Aunt Mary. He's like, Dad clearly didn't tell you about this. And he's like, and then he's finally like, well, why is it that you're so out for the innocence and all that? And we get the story of what really happened uh, with him and his dad. So in the last issue, it was kind of, hey, he was chasing after his dog and got hit by a car and all the medical bills and stuff like that added up. That's what you were led to believe. Oh, no, no. He was out with some buddies doing some drinking and he did not see this kid run across the street and he hit and killed him. And the way that's told and set up, you think it's Eddie that's running out in front of the car because the dad is screaming, no, Eddie, no. And you think it's the little kid that's going to get hit by it the car Eddie, and it's it, actually Eddie, Eddie driving. who was driving drunk and stole his dad's car and he says that's why I have the innocence and then it goes through that that's where his dad used to have a little bit of wealth build up but he had to use all his connections and stuff like that to get Eddie and Eddie he, from the get go is like I'm going to plead I'm going to plead Well, he, he asks him, he goes, how are you going to plead? Because he's like, I have this all set up for you. You know, this is going to, all you have to do is plead not guilty. And, you know. And he's like, we're I'm gonna, pleading guilty because I am But guilty. I did it. He goes, I killed a kid. And his dad just beats the ever-loving shit out of him. In until, the police station. Yeah. <laughs> or the like, lawyer's it, office, wherever yeah, they were. I forget it, now. But. Like, for like four pages, just beats him up. And he's like, fine, I'm innocent. And. And he, and he goes. Keep saying it so you or practice it, <laughs> right? He says, yeah. like, practice it. And then he just keeps saying that over and over and over again. So we, uh, they leave the diner and he's like, his brother's like, well, we're, I want to, you know, I want to stay at your place. And he takes him to his mattress in the back alley and he goes, go ahead and find a corner. And at that point he sees Null and fights him off only to see that it's not Null. It's something in his head. He's seeing things. And he kicks the shit out of his little brother. And standing over him, and his brother's just cowering. Um, but anyways, uh, Eddie starts coughing up blood, and his brother takes him to the hospital. And we find out that the... 
whatever the hell his name is. The thi- is it the thinker? E- the the guy yeah. from a few issues ago. Yeah, yeah. He's explaining that Eddie's you know very sick, and with this, and he has cancer. Yeah. And that's what is happening here. So awesome story once again. I mean, I'm on. I I think I'm putting it on my pick of the week. I, my my only my only um, pause on this is is this retconning some of the Eddie backstory? Like, is this something that was sort of always there, or is this something now that we're no, adding? I in? thought the whole thing with the innocence was uh, because of his sister, like in the early well, origins. I, I'm that, not that, that. I need to. Talk, I have a Venom expert. I need to talk to her. <laughs> I need because I actually wanted to talk to her about. But this they book. could. I mean, they very well could be talking because he's constantly talking about his sister. In this, I so. really like the art in this one. I, I've liked Stegman stuff, but yep. I think this conversation in the diner and all that other stuff, like, I just thought his, I thought the art just was exceptional in this one. The color, everything, the coloring, the shading, the all, all of those things. Um, it was very know, difficult was, for pick of the week. I, I had three books, the two Donnie Cates books and another one that were in the running, but I, I'm with you. I, this is my pick of the week. I I, I just like there's such a there's a lot going yeah. on and and even when he was seeing Null, I was actually wondering if if Eddie's brother was no yes Null part of like he was he was a figment of Eddie's imagination like this was all like sort of a ruse and uh, and, and stuff. So too. back to our conversation about the whole dog thing. Uh, Donnie Cates actually kind of explained that on Twitter this week while we're on the subject. Okay. Someone asked him, what about the dog? And we kind of said, you know, what we thought. We were pretty close. Uh, Donnie's tweet saying, it hurts him to be connected and not be able to hear his other. He's keeping it at arm's length. That way folks do, that's the way that folks do when they hurt too much. So, like we kind of said, to have that companionship but not be that physical connection all the time. And still be loyal again. Yeah. It's like a dog. Please yeah. tell me he's not going with Doggo as the name. He or didn't, didn't say. say that. He didn't say. Still like we, Fluffy better. You went with Fluffy. We we were going. Oh well, no, they well, did Doggo, didn't yeah, they? they? That did was Doggo. in the book. Yeah. 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 I mean, he he would be on Fluffy. <laughs> he is Fluffy himself. Takes one to know one. I'm dumb in that level. <laughs> Neither one of us is that <laughs> damn yet. <laughs> Now, wait, if both all of right. us walk on the elevator at the same time. No, that, oh. that is an all hell no. <laughs> it's like, get, get it. it's, it's, are we going down? You sure are. <laughs> all right. Anything else there? Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Josh. Uh, let's do As Guardians of the Galaxy number five. Um, this kind of wrapped up the uh, threat of Nebula and her Nagelfar army. Like really easy, yeah, like though. This was. I feel like this is like the third book or so we've had a really kind of, kind of dissatisfying wrap up or ending. Dude, I like how they did it. I, I, I like kind of. Long story short, Kid Loki's just constantly pestering her, and uh, the uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy show up to defeat her, and she very quickly kills all of them, and then suddenly she's like, "Hang on a second, Loki, you're just fucking with my mind," or "Kid Loki, you're fucking with my mind." Um, this is all an illusion. And while she's just saying that to him, he's constantly sending her to other places, trying to trick her. Like, uh, Champion Universe is there at one point, like, partially naked in, like, a, 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 like a space spring on some planet. He's like, hey, you want to come go for a, a swim with me? And she's like, come on, give me a break. So, 
Uh, eventually, the realized Guardians of the Galaxy show up and they fight. Um, but eventually, uh, Gamora shows up and stat runs uh, Nebula through with with the the sword well, made from the, the power stone. The whole reason they're going after her is she has Thor now too. Yeah, we found that out in the last right. issue. Um, so uh, she gets defeated, and then suddenly everyone's standing around like, "What what's going on?" And again, this was just another illusion Loki inserted in her mind, and he basically explains that this he was trying different illusions to finally see what would kind of break her, and the one that broke her was that the one she would truly believe, which is that she would be defeated by Gamora, because like her father Thanos, she doesn't feel she's worthy of all the power she wields. So while she's just kind of standing there semi-catatonic, they take the Naglefar from her, uh, or the horn. Yeah, they like just take it out of her hand. Yep. And uh, that's pretty much it. Um, Valkyrie goes off, or not a, a Valkyrie, uh, Angela. Is she Valkyrie? No, that's I don't think Angela. that's, that's uh, Annabelle is sharing the body with Valkyrie, right? Right. Yeah, so uh, Angela. And she also might have Nova powers now. Yes. Uh, Angela goes off with Kid Loki to discuss, like, what to do with the horn or something like that. Well, Thor charges them with hiding it and keeping it safe. Yeah, because they don't want to destroy it because they could potentially use it them themselves in the future. Right. But they don't want to fall in the wrong hands. Because, once so. again, War of the Realms is mentioned yeah. in here. And he says, no, you guys ha- handle it. Um, but the shift in the art from that to when she's talking to Loki yeah, is amazing. You're back in the Asgardian. Yes. I like how they're holding true with that between Thor and this. Yeah. the um, like, It, it kind of reminds me of uh, Del Mundo's art from yes. the Thor run. So. Yes. And... But there's like the the last thing Thor says to her is never trust Loki no matter what form he's in. But apparently there was some deal made there. Yeah. Between her and Kid Loki. Yeah, he says I know what you're looking for, but then, um, the next the next page kind of reveals what they're going to be going after next, which is Sarah Angela's ex. So I don't know who Sarah is off the top of my head, but uh, anyway, I I mean it was it wrapped up very quickly. Like, kind of very suddenly and very quickly, and I was like, okay, it's over already? All right, there wasn't really a big fight or anything like that. I mean, there was, like, one or two pages, but... I'm wondering if Sarah isn't one of the... Because there, there was a whole bunch of angels from the Spawn run when Angel was in it. And I'm wondering if yeah, if she isn't one of those that they're going to go after. That I, I, I will tell you this. It would depend on if that was under Gaiman right. or, or under McFarlane. McFarlane. Still a good series. It's a gr- it's not great, but it's I'm I'm still reading it. So, um, it's a fun read. Yeah, I I don't like Kid Loki though at all. That's the only character I I if they, if they got rid of him I wouldn't really miss him. He's kind of like but I understand why that he's annoying there. little kid. He's there, he's there to be hated. So yes. he's the Peggy Hill of of this King of the Hill. Peggy. Hill. So, um, yep. I always like hot in the best. I got no shins. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He was awesome. It's funny. There's a couple people on King of the Hill that I actually know in person. Like, like, it's like, oh, there's Dale. It's like totally this guy. Like, totally. You know, so that's my one buddy won't watch. We we actually had a boom power in the fire fire company. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I can't watch it. It's too real. (laughs) There's people actually like that. All right. So. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, let's 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 rip the 
the painful bandage off. So the uh, last book I talked it. about was uh, Venom. Hell no. The <laughs> last book I talked about was Venom, which was my pick of the week. And uh, what would be the opposite of that? Whatever Slaughter Bendis writes. Fantastic Four, <laughs> number six. <clears throat> now, we will start off with uh, the variant covers and Alex Ross uh, cover. I think, cover. A, um, I think they're doing some Marvel's 25th anniversary. This cover is gorgeous. Uh, this this again like most Alex Ross. Stuff well, well, that's what they're yeah. gonna eventually do. Is they're gonna that's how he sold the end of his Spider Man run was a gimmick and Alex Ross covers. So yeah, and uh, but this this really has a Marvel's feel. So this this cover was just fantastic. That is a beautiful cover. It, yeah, he's been doing. And all this the... is what the Fantastic Four should look like, and what you you know what they should be doing you know Alex Ross has been doing the Mortal Hulk covers and he's been Captain them. America too yeah. yes yeah those are the two uh regular covers that he's But he's only right doing now. covers right he's not doing any no, 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 no. He's, no, no. I don't think he's done any interior no, he's as just of late. Doing covers after covers after covers which I don't know how he does so many but I, well, I kind of do but <laughs> I kind of do. And yet Gary Frank can't do a fucking 30-page <laughs> book in fucking three and a half months. But he was our fucking artist of the year. Well, look, I... I think Jimmy's trying to get well, in a rant a award little again bitter earlier. There. Yeah, he's trying to get an early rant award, that's all. Yeah. All right. Anyway, which... But, uh, this, um, this, book... this is the Galactus stuff, and, and your earlier comment is, oh, Slot couldn't even screw this up. This is a Galactus story. It's awful. It's bad. It's it it truly truly is awful. Um, everything's returned to the kind of st- like everything that it returns everything to kind of the status quo, which sometimes is a good thing. But in this case, like we have we have asshole Doom back, which completely shits all over all the things Zdarsky did with him in uh, two and one. Latveria is basically like a kind of medieval looking place again. Rather than like the utopia, yeah. they kind of yeah. built it up. And so they're finally they're years. finally getting back into that because that was one of the backup stories in Fantastic Four number mm-hmm. one. Right. So that's I, final. All that yeah. stuff is finally. This coming all takes back place in Latveria. Yeah. Galactus is there to do Galactus stuff, and, and then and Doom's like, "I'll save the day." And he's got a herald. Okay, now the herald is his daughter or something like that. It, it's it's mm-hmm. is it victorious or victorious? <laughs> It's pr- it, honestly, it's probably victorious, but it's probably pronounced in universe as Victor Victor Rias. because it's, it's yeah. the way it's. I mean, it's Doom. It's Doom's kid. He's gonna name him after himself. I mean? And but see what I mean, like, because it's again, it's so the 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 so Fantastic Four are driving over there because and they're pissed that, that that they missed the reception of the wedding to go do this, and they get there and Victorious shows up and and fights them. And then, but they have the machine that can stop time. Doesn't matter, not anymore apparently. Yeah, uh, I, and she's like, "Oh, well, Doom sent me here to stop you." And then, uh, uh, Doom ends up fucking with uh, Galactus's hunger. He removes his hunger and replaces it with need, yes. and his need is that he needs victorious. So he's like, "I don't want to eat the Earth anymore." March, March, March goes over to the fight between the Fantastic Four and Victorious, and is like, and, and, "I need you," and that's where it, that's where it leaves off. Yeah, we have one page that explains where the kids are, and again, I told you this before we started, but Franklin Richards apparently now has short black hair. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> no reason. But they just briefly mention him, like, "Oh, don't worry, we didn't forget about where we didn't forget about him," even though they could, and they even say themselves, "Absolutely horrible." It's bad. It's bad. 
It's oh, no, really... no, he, no, it, it's the blue hair. He dyed his hair at the wedding. I didn't read the wedding. Yeah, that's why. Okay, happened. that's why. Yeah, then. That's because uh, it's blue. Yeah. I didn't read the wedding issue. Uh, and then, of course, this all ends in Doom. This was his. Yeah, big, this is his whole plan. This the whole is his time. plan the whole time. Because I, I mean, it's Doom being Doom, but it's Doom being classic Doom and completely ignoring all the development we had as of late. And it's Galactus which being like, be okay jo- he's like, if he's just was, jobbing. But it would be okay if it was good. This yeah. isn't even good. I wouldn't even call it really classic Doom because it's just. It's just kind of yeah. So, so slot can change things up right because he fucks that up as seen in Spider Man. He can't even keep the status quo when he fucks that up because yeah, he's a it's not shitty good. writer. Look, I told you it was bad. It, it's, he he's it's also rumored to be at DC this year, so I I maybe I. <laughs> You better hope for a Sunday only signing, so I'm actually there to help you for the whole weekend. <laughs> why, why can't I just see Jimmy walking back and forth going, "Fuck you, slot"? <laughs> Give your balls a tug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because it was last there. year when they made the announcement that he was on Fantastic Four, and people were screaming. That's still one of the favorite things ever because it was a live stream and I'm watching it and from four rows over I can hear, are you fucking kidding me? I still didn't find out who said that. I want to kind of meet that guy. Unsung but. heroes, man. It's it's great. So. That guy should have won best rant. Although I think it was the previous year, wasn't it? No, that was, no, no, it was oh, this year. Okay, well, yeah, it was he should have won best yeah. rant then. Too late. <laughs> yeah. You doing uncanny? Sure. I'll roll into uncanny. Um, they all fought Nate. Nate goes, and they're all gone. They dead. They dead. They dead. Every mutant in the world is dead. Well, not, ve- no, all X Men are dead. All X Men are dead. And they, now the, the government has pushed forward with the, the vaccine. vaccine. So every X Men ever is dead, according to this. And that's pretty much the book, except for Wolverine. Because except for Wolverine, because I didn't understand the life seed thing. No. It, that just came out of fucking nowhere, and then never gets mentioned again. Yeah, and like him and Gene, it, Gene is pulled into his mind, and they're having like a like a good conversation, and you're like, oh, you know, you're getting through to him, and then all of a sudden it's just like, nope, everyone's dead, like out of nowhere. I I kind of liked it. It was it was it was better than it was a lot of the first I'm ones. It. And then at the end, you see uh, Scott Summers. Uh, yeah, is kind of in one of these lines for the vaccine. Um, so there's a whole lot of X Men coming out before the next. Uh, yeah, uncanny. we now we roll into the age of X Men, and then and X Men disassembled. And well, this is the end of X Men disassembled. Yeah, um, um there, there's a whole bunch. Apparently, of the up. annual that's coming out next week is going to really deal with the kind of fallout the, of this and Scott. Con- I think that's when they're going to bring him back. But Does this have a double cover? Yeah, it does. No. That's oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, slid down. Never mind. But that is a cool, cool two-page spread. Yeah. Um, but this is kind of like, I don't know why X-Men didn't do this to begin to with. To begin with. Like, this should have been like the first book. And yeah, that was we kind of weird. And then Archangel yeah. finally comes back because we were wondering like, yeah, we where find the hell he came. He just he's part of the fight. I mean, and, and him there. and Betsy are talking like, oh yeah, we're teammates again. And then he just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that was weird. It's it just, but all in all, probably one of the better uncannies that I, come I've, out. I've I've liked this story. It wasn't terrible. No, no, it's not what we were expecting, but no, 
Maybe now it is. Possibly. Maybe. Um, might as well roll into the the, the, the other, other X Men stuff. Sure. Um, and do the Return of Wolverine four. What? Just really what? Uh, I, it was pretty fucked up, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So this Anne girl, he's been helping. He wakes up at the hospital. Is actually dead. Has been dead this whole time, and Persephone has been using. Well, her. we find out more about Persephone's yeah, powers. So she her... controls life and death. Basically. Well, just death. She can well, no, bring... she can bring him back to life. Yeah. Well, but she doesn't bring him back to life. They basically become puppets and yeah. zombies okay. and stuff. Okay. And yeah, that's what this whole town is. And they got rid of the X Men, and he apparently slaughtered this entire thing. And they just show her like shooting people and killing people and re- resurrecting them again. And finally, they're like. Right, yeah, need- she's like, see all those people out there that I said you saved previously? No, they're all dead, and they all just drop. And then she's like, yeah, but they could be put to work, and they get right back up and start, like, sweeping the, the sidewalks yeah. and stuff. So that was fucked up. But apparently, like, during the battle with the X-Men that we didn't get to see, he cut Bobby in half. No, we've seen that in number three. Did they cut that? Yeah. Did they show that in three? And his claws are glowing. and Yeah, apparently he can, tr- he can sh- reduce his healing factor to enhance his... Uh, claws. Right. Is that a new power? That is new. That is very new. So that explains why his claws were glowing red. But it ends with... But that's why he was um, also in a coma. Yeah, him going with uh, one of her henchmen. Zaggy. Zagoras. Zaggy. Zaggy. Yeah, sure. And going to see her, and there's a space shuttle. Not just the space shuttle. This is the G.I. Joe mega playset space shuttle. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody remembers that. So apparently we're going into space with Wolverine. And she says she's going to tell him how he came back to life. So yeah. this is what? One more in this? I yeah, think I think there's one more in this. And thank God for that because it's just pissing me off. They need to get on with it already. Do we know? Are they doing a Wolverine series? There has I not been I didn't see any, anything announced. Any yeah, me either. It. It's going to be Wolverine and the Infinity Watch, I believe. Yeah, that's but that's, I think. Yeah, but that's. That's. Is that a one shot or is that going to be an ongoing? That's an ongoing, but that's the future Hulk Vereen, Phoenix, fucking. <sighs> Phoenix will work. Whatever the fuck he is yeah. now. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spider Man Deadpool number 44. All righty. So they're dealing with Blastar. Um, and. <laughs> And we see, and I forget what his name is, it comes back up, but someone's being paged by the device that was seen in the last one with Ransack saying, this is how you defeat me. <laughs> and you just see Deadpool clicking it like, nothing's happening. But they fight, and they're getting the best of it. And finally, Blastar, like all bad guys, is telling this plan that he's opening up this portal to the other world to take that over, and the bugs are actually building this tunnel to stabilize it so they figure that out and through the through the battle um this other guy who i'm blanking on his name i don't know a lot about the eternals um but uh oh it's uh correct K A R K A S. 
I, I don't really know. I don't know a whole lot about the Eternals. Carcass? Carcass, maybe. Um, but he he gets everyone out of the trance, and Blastor pulls out this gun and hits them again, and it ends with him having Deadpool under his spell, and the next one is Spider-Man vs. Deadpool for realsies is the next one. And then the next issue is The End of the Road. Very ominous. Trip. <laughs> In very the small. End of the Road Trip. trip. Okay. Uh, this has been solid. I, I really enjoy this. This is a fun read. Like I said, this is never going to be a pick of the week. It almost was last time for the Mr. Miracle ripoff. Uh, but solid book. I'm enjoying it. I mean, if you like, you know, the Spider-Man Deadpool team-up kind of book, it's perfect. I, I loved it. It's a fun book. I'll continue reading. I suggest it. Great. All right, uh, Conan the Barbarian number two. All right, I, everybody read this one, right? Yes. Cool. This um, this was good. This might be my pick of the week. I don't know if I would argue with you on I that. I don't know if I could argue that one. Um, this it, when it started off, I was like, okay, you know, we're kind of in like Conan stuff, but boy, towards the middle of it, it it just got good. It felt like a more like a Conan novel. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Than, than a Conan comic. Um, compared to the first one, I think I like this one a lot more. Yeah. Well, that's what this is being set up. I think even the cover says part of the novella. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So well, that's what that, it is. That's in well, the, it seems like they're going to be telling story, like epic stories from Conan's uh, life, and then it'll eventually bring it back to him being old and those the the Red Witch well, or the Crimson the kid, Witch or yeah. whatever her name is. Um doing whatever she was planning on doing with him at the end of the first issue. But this issue opens with Conan doing Conan things. He's uh, he's just massacring a bunch of picks, and uh, suddenly this giant snake comes out, a ghost, ghost snake. snake comes out of the, ghost snake, which the jungle. Which I think is a reference to some of the early Savage Sword stuff. Uh, I, I do believe I, so. I think so. But if I'm wrong, I apologize, but I remember a ghost snake from before. And... Uh, anyway, he he dispatches it, but then there's like tons of them, and it's I mean, like he, a nest. He he cleaves through them all, but eventually the the venom that they secrete uh, knocks him out. But he wakes up, and one of the picks picked uh, shamans have have healed him, and says, "Look, we hate your guts, but you being here seems like a sign. If, if in return for us saving your life, can you help us deal with these these fucking snakes? Because there's way more of them." And he agrees. He says, yeah, just because you saved me, I don't like you guys. I know you guys don't like me, but I'll help take care of the snakes. So months go by, and he's... I was going to say, he's there for a while. He's there for a long oh, time. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and it, it explains that, like, at first, like, the pigs... And they still they, don't like They him. fucking hate him. <laughs> but after a while, after he's been, he's been helping them, they kind of accept him and he starts you know drinking their wine their swamp wine they call it he sleeps with their women and stuff and he, he gets along with them uh, really well and the shaman starts explaining that, that you know the Hiberians look at Conan the same way they look at the picks exactly he's nothing more than a tool that they're using and he's and savage. savage yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. and uh, he goes on to explain saying you know like I, I don't belong to any people I'm just kind of my own man sort of thing and uh, eventually, he he kills the the king's snake, um, the king of the ghost snakes, and um, he leaves. And he heads back to uh, Samaria, and uh, 
everyone there is just shit talking the picks and saying, "Hey, we should you know go murder them all. They're all savages. They're they're terrible." And he's like, "I don't fit in here, just as much as I I didn't fit in with the picks when I first started yeah. you know helping them out." So he kind of just wanders off, and uh, they, he briefly passes by those two children from the first issue. But this, this whole issue was wonderful, like him realizing that these people aren't necessarily savages, but they are less civilized, I guess, and that's just kind of his it's, nature as well. He fits right, in with these people than, more than it does civilization. Kind so. of, kinda, yeah. It's got that thing, feel. Yeah, man called horse. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all, it's that It's very good. I, I loved it. it. This yeah, I absolutely it loved it. it. Yeah, really as someone worked. that I have very, very limited background with Conan, I, I've enjoyed both issues of this so far. Yeah, this this was definitely it's definitely one that nice you don't need up. to have a whole lot of background on the character. Not the way that right. well, you're you're getting the life. Yeah. you're getting the life right. history. If you've and all heard of, of Conan, that's pretty much all you need to know about it. If you've never heard of Conan at all whatsoever, I don't know if you would enjoy this. Plus, are you even living on planet? I'm just Earth? Say, you're <laughs> right, but like, if you know what Conan is, then planet Earth. You haven't had. I mean, you don't have people. I mean. <laughs> It's very good. I, I mean, I, obviously, it's, it's my pick of the week. Good. And so. if you're not living on planet Earth, comment and let us know where you're from. <laughs> yeah, I will not yeah. send you a book because I can only imagine those shipping costs are outrageous. Yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, has anybody checked to see if you owe anybody anything? Nope. No comments yet. It's true. No comments. No comment. We don't even get the spam ones because Josh had to kill our fun. Well, listen. I, for, I forgot to tell you guys last week about what the comment because they still show up in the spam filter list of what's filtered because I check them for actual legitimate comments sometimes and there's never any but the stuff they post now is like it's fucked up it's not fun stuff like oh you're going to drown in your own urine because you didn't buckle your seatbelt or whatever the fuck it is but it's messed up stuff now dirty rotten any more Marvel? going for that cheese oh yeah you're, you're, you're like, you're I've like got the Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> he is very red today. <laughs> yeah, that's what kind of what made me think you, you do look like a big red Kool Aid Man today. Well, speaking of red guys, we're gonna go guys. to Man Without Fear, uh, number three. Two, three, number three. What? Trace. Yes, why because is it the say last two on one that? was the Karen. Because that's oh, this was last week's. This was last week's? Because that right is one. Number I did two. not read the So one. you read the one where it's Cameron yep. Page at the end. Yeah, all right. I'm not going to be part of this one. All right. And I won't either. So we'll just sit here and start So the at the last one, um, yeah, and eat cheese. The last one, Karen Page <laughs> is... Josh, you're not eating any of your steak. Is something wrong with it? <laughs> I filled up on cheese. Because <laughs> it's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> he is kind of content like a little baby right now. So... Um, Matt is working out with um, he's trying to do therapy uh, from his coma thing because he's like, I'm never going to walk. But he's trying to do therapy and he's with uh, Danny Rand and um, they're kind of doing this backstory of when it's all the Marvel Knights or Netflix, oh, Netflix, Netflix defenders. defenders to rip off defenders, <clears throat> the, the um, bad defenders. And, um, you know, they. Uh, Danny keeps going, well, you, you don't remember, you know, what you did or, you know, who you were and everything else. And Jessica's talking to him through the whole thing while he's trying to go through this. And the whole time he's like, I I'm done. No more Daredevil. I'm done. You know, th this is all done. And we get through. Um, there's the backstory of um, 
well, uh, it's shit. Uh, trying to think of what it is. It's shit. <laughs> it's. Is that your review? No, it's no. Actually, this was pretty decent. It had a. a it's. Um, I, I lost the villain. Don't, hey, don't, don't worry about the silence. Josh yeah, let it out. <laughs> let it out. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to edit it out. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, um, full killer. That's who it was. <laughs> I totally it was like, damn it. Yeah, so this whole time, Danny's like, don't you remember what you did to full killer? And we go through this time where there's full killer is that he's going after Ben Ulrich. And because um, I get full killer would send out a message and then you had 24 hours and then full killer would kill you. Seven so. days. So, um, so Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are pr- pretty much in front of Ben's apartment. They're waiting to make sure nothing happens to him. Full killer gasses them out, knocks them out. And then... Um, I think Danny is inside with Ben and then Matt shows up. Well, they're, they're patrolling outside. They see something's going on and they go in. And, um, so daredevil shows up to save Ben Ulrich. And right at the end, he's like, yeah, you want to shoot somebody, shoot me. And like daredevil just puts the gun right to his head. And then before he pulls the trigger, he knocks it out and everything else. And Danny's like, see, you're the man without fear. It's like, you did this. He goes, you had no fear in you at all. And then at the very end, Jessica talks to him a little bit, and she's like, oh, you're afraid of something. That's why you can't do this anymore, and that's how it ends. So it was kind of it's a kind of cool ending to with this little feels-like-daredevil story, so it still has that, that, that feel. And, you know, Jimmy will be on this book uh, when it goes back to Daredevil in two more issues. So, did still, it, did, still good. Did anyone look into the Jessica Jones and the Purple Child ex- online exclusive this not. week? That's no, just I heard about horrifying. It, but... Yes. <laughs> but that's it for me for Marvel. I guess I'm the only one with the Marvel. Nobody else read this. Before? Well, I think all th- the three of us read this one. Okay. Which one? Invaders number one. Didn't read it. Did not read it. So it's me and you, Jimmy. Um, I've wanted to get to it, but for a reboot. Of an old series that I absolutely enjoy and I have kind of a great run on. This was great. Yeah. Uh, this was really, really good. I, again, Zdarsky knocks it out in the this park. Is this, this is my pick of the week. Okay. And I won't argue that. Yeah. Um, really strong for a reboot. Um, we find out that a little bit more going back to Marvel Presents. Yeah. The number yeah, one. Yeah, plays right into that. Um, plays right into it. We're back in World War Two with Namor in the... You know, really short, short swimming trunks. And we find out that he had amnesia in that run where he was on land. Well, after this war, he does. Right, because of the bombs from Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, He found out, uh, I forget which one dropped first. Was it, uh, whichever one dropped first, he found out about because they did it behind his back. And he's rushing to save the island from the second one and gets caught in the explosion. And wakes up among the survivors, and that's where he got the amnesia from. I'm not going to say this into the mic. I think Hiroshima was first, but Nagasaki was bigger. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. Because right. it was little boy and big boy. Yeah. Oh, uh, fat man. Fat boy. You know what? 
Hey, whoa. I'm hungry, okay? <laughs> I'm thinking about Bob's big boy. Uh, but... <laughs> but Neymar has really shown uh, to- Tom, uh, his friend from the military right. that's killed, he's shown visibly shaken up until the victory party where he's doing Neymar's stuff. He's partying it up and... Captain America's like, what are you doing? You don't, you know, we just lost a lot of close friends, and we know you're close. No, like, you're you're in Marvel Comics Presents. No, that's in this. No, it's not. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. Sorry. He's still I'm thinking. A, he's still, still thinking hungry. about food. He's, he's, he's <laughs> still thinking about Bob's but he, big he's, boy. He's like, he's like, listen. He's like, all you are are water bags. He's like, and all I'm doing out there is trying to keep the other water bags from poking a hole in news. And he just picks up a random guy at the bar, like, in a chokehold. He's like, I could kill him right now. No problem. And Cap's like, just put him down. He's like, I know you care. You need to deal with this. He's like, nope. Yep, but um, we're, you're, we're flipping back and forth between time. And the basis yeah. of this story is They're writing the original him. Human Torch. Who is now an android, yep. Who, uh, he always was an android, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was an android. That's yeah. how he was able to... Um, is writing, because there's been a whole bunch of unofficial tell-all books about the invaders, is writing the official story of the invaders. And it starts out with him talking to Steve Rogers. And Steve's opening up, and Steve's like, well, you should know all this. He's like, no, my memory, the way yeah. I was the, designed, the, the, I the guy designed things. me, uh, he, he, he understood that. But eventually he gets with uh, Randall and... Right, because Randall was close with uh namor but he also uh he's the one that talks steven right he he, uh the human torch is the one that talks uh steven into going and talking to uh namor trying to diffuse this this world because everybody feels like world war three is on the horizon and oh my god namor now can control all the the ocean yeah so he goes to uh he he's building up soldiers this other uh underwater kingdom and blades i think they're called he's like we're not going to join you he's like Join or die. It's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Call the sharks? And he's just like, nope. And, just and he like sucks. parts the sea. Right there. And they're all dying. He like, pulls a Moses big yeah. time. And they're and like, like, okay, we'll join you. He's like, how do you do that? He's like, you don't get to ask that question. The only question you get to ask me is how you may serve me. And then uh, we go to Randall's house and his daughter. Uh, Nay. Nay. Mora. <laughs> uh He's given a photo album from all this, and she's like, listen, you know, I understand my dad wants you to have this, but this is kind of a family heirloom, and two pictures fall out, and you don't see what it is at first, but then you find out that during the time that Neymar had his amnesia, he was palling around with Charles Charles Xavier. Xavier. A walking Charles Xavier. Yeah, and uh, that picks up with Neymar getting ready to uh, go build up his army and everyone's like the king is losing it because he's just talking to himself yep or is he this was an excellent book but uh, there is a little uh sequence between buck like bucky and yeah um steve calls steve. bucky in because he knows that they may have to well he says this yeah. isn't avengers business they'll just mess things up and, yep. and start a war i see this is invaders business so yeah very good book uh, uh, the yeah, art absolutely. was fantastic uh, uh, I forget who's on this for art. I, I didn't even notice that. I didn't really recognize the name. It was. Uh, I think it's somebody new. Carlos Mag- Magno. Oh, and Bo- Bo- uh, Butch Goose. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the art is fantastic. The writing's great. I'm definitely going to uh, be picking up number two. If if there are old school Invader fans out there, 
definitely pick this up. And even if not, like I don't have a whole lot of background on the Invaders. It's just a series I never got into a whole lot. It gives you enough of the background that right. you know what's going on. All right, is that it for Marvel? I believe so. Okay, we're switching over to DC. <laughs> I've, I've got a bunch. All right, go ahead, Mr. DC. Uh, I'll do Red Hood real quick just because it's real quick. Um, Painful? No, it just nothing really happens. Uh, Red Hood's still trying to investigate the whole underlife thing uh, because it, it brings up, you know, him seeing Roy and the last time he saw Roy they were investigating this whole underlife thing uh talks about the Mondays which are a group of or a bit, which were the the like androids that were made in the image of Solomon Grundy sort of thing he ends up uh, going to Mexico and finding this old prison that's been converted into like a factory that makes these Mondays like a shitload of them um, and we get brief glimpses of what's happening with Artemis and Bizarro in this other world where Bizarro now has, like, a tank top Superman shirt and a, and a beard. And uh, Artemis has, like, the, the the undercut sort of haircut thing going on. That's all we see of him, unfortunately. Um, Wingman shows up, or someone who's posing as Wingman shows up um, and is quickly dispatched. But uh, eventually... Um, he runs into this dog and and the remains of Bunker from um, Death of the Family and uh, uh, Solitary finally shows up. Solitary was uh, in, in this run previously back when it was Red Hood and the Outlaws. I have no idea what he's doing there though. So again, nothing really happens other than we just see uh, Solitary shows up. He calls him son, but I don't know if he's calling him that like informally or. Cause he's his dad or something. I don't fucking know. It wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. That's it. All righty. Um, Detective nine ninety six. Um, We're closing in. We are closing in. Um, just as a uh, quick aside, uh, DC announced. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, they're doing reprints on the last three. I think it's from nine ninety. Four and up, they're doing second printings. Well, they did that with. Is that when they actions. did? Is actions, that when they yeah. started the countdown? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They did that with action too for like the last ten before thousand. All went to second, yeah. third, and prints. there's yeah, it, they're doing the same thing with the decade covers. Uh, I've yeah. seen most of them. Are maybe I've seen them all now. All the decade covers are out. Yeah, uh, the yeah. other variants. Are uh, out. There's uh, there's some really there's some nice ones, good yeah. ones. There's some really good ones. Yeah. I definitely want the uh, Joker one and the one from the 2000s. Or it's the Frank Miller one. Yeah, the Frank Miller one is a pretty good Frank Miller one. And uh, I forget, there's another one that's like super good. I think it's the early, one of the early ones. But yeah. Yeah, the Joker one looks really neat. Yeah, like and Jock, Jock is doing a cover, but that one wasn't shown yet. So I'm sure that's going to be. That's, yeah, I think that's the 2000. No, no, he's not in any of the decade ones. Oh, or he's doing oh, one oh, besides he's, he's the doing one. The store yeah, he might be doing two. So, we pick up with all of the rogues gallery, so to speak, and Batman's just walking through, and he's like... He's he just got done kicking the shit out of all of them. Yeah. And back at the Batcave, uh, we see Damien, and he finished the surgery with Alfred, and everything's going... All right, and they find out, okay, well, who could be behind this? Who knows that you're Batman? 
and they decide it must be uh, Descartes. And that's right where Batman's going. He he tracks him down and gets into his little, uh, I guess, underground kind of... He's in, like, the catacombs under Paris, yeah. France. Um, and he questions him, and then suddenly this, like, amalgamation of all the Batman villains shows up, this weird creature thing. Um, just, it yells, the bat, the bat, the bat, attacks it's, him. It's freaky looking. It is. Yeah, and... Uh, but the card said, you know, all, all you did is drag, you know, drag him here, they're gonna kill me, so... Yeah. He's obviously not behind it. So, uh... They bl- he blows it up or something, and then he he leaves, and then he goes to uh, the uh, the I don't know what that place is called, Pake uh, Tucson Mountains in North Korea, where he trained as as a, with the the League of Shadows. Yep, and he's looking for a sensei. And all the ninjas are dead, save for one, and the and the sensei. Uh, and apparently, this guy that is tormenting Batman has gone and killed the League of Shadows. Except for these two guys, um, and uh, he has to go then to New Mexico. Um, yeah, he protects them for a little while, so gets them back up on. The yeah, because the creature shows up there too. Yeah. Well, the creature, the creature is the one that the yep. creature was the one that that killed all the the yeah that killed all the ninjas. So he decides to go to New Mexico to to follow another lead, and he runs into fucking Thaddeus Brown, the original Mister Miracle. Yeah, like. Holy shit! Where? And then suddenly, this thing they're standing on flips over, and they get stuck underground, and that's where we get left off. But Thaddeus fucking Brown for some reason—that's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know where that's gonna go because all we really know about Thaddeus Brown is that he was in Mister Miracle number one, and then dies, and then Scott Free takes up the mantle of Mister Miracle. Yeah, that's. But I don't think he had any powers. He was just he was an escape artist, and he was he inspired Scott Free, and he he has a costume and stuff that Scott Free started wearing. But that that was it. He just he was his mentor by when he came to Earth, and then he died. I have no idea. I have no fucking idea where this is going. I mean, these have been so one off, and it's been said that this is all gonna resolve into kind of something. Something, but Tomasi has me really wondering. I mean. It's been a solid book. Pretty much the last three writers have been really good on this. But and it's it's not like this was like a bad through you for a loop. This was fairly decent. Um, I even said, well, you you heard me out there. I'm like, what the fuck did I miss? Where the hell did this thing yeah. come from? Uh, okay. Oh, me? Yep. All right. Uh, I only got one more DC, so we'll roll right into it. Uh, Get it out of the way. Batman who laughs too. Uh, Behold the pun. Uh, the good night. The, the the Punisher Batman. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, Punisher. Batman's trying to save Joker. Yeah, in the because Batcave? he's because he, he's he know he knows how to you know what's going on here. right. And Alfred's like, like I can't save him. Like, yes, you can. Don't pull that. Is like, but if he dies. You didn't kill him. Hey, he loses it. Yeah, he's like, listen, he just snaps. you're going to save him. Well, he snaps because of the toxin. Right. Yeah. Is kind of But they cut with him. to him, and he is hooked up to this freaking Wolverine Weapon X type looking Yeah, wires. like Bane looking motherfucking. Yeah. Like, they are pumping all kinds of anti toxin into him. 
he's like, this will buy me a week before I change if I have this hooked up to me for the next like 24 hours. Yeah. And, but um, his eyes are starting to glow red. Um, yeah. And then we, we, cut we find to, out there's been more Bruce Wayne killings. Yep. Uh, just now. Okay. So does Gordon know that Bruce Wayne is Batman? No. No. Okay. Well, that's why the, this he, was confusing to me. Because well, that's why he's even questioned, like, why, why Bruce Wayne? And, you know, and Batman, yeah, I think, even kind of explains it. Well, he's pro- he's prominent pro- in any multiverse. Because right. Yeah. Well, another Bruce Wayne dies. Who's the mayor of Gotham? In, in, in from his world. And, and, yeah. they're, and they're trying to figure out, you know, why they're like he was dropped from a higher height than anything around there. And I guess Batman's there uh, disguised as Harvey Dent. Or not Harvey Dent. Uh, Harvey Bullock. Bullock. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, well, you know, he was mayor and all this. It's like he was clearly announcing something in a blimp. and Got pulled to this universe. Pulled in. He was pulled in where he was in that universe and fell. He finds out that uh, the, the policemen are holding a uh, like a a bet on who, what's going to kill Batman. Whether it's going to be the Batman who laughs. The grim Batman. The grim or... Batman. Or if it's just going to be. We don't find where the third one is, but. Um, Batman's not handling it well. And then uh, Batman Who Laughs breaks into the someplace. Uh, it's what Wayne the fuck was it? Yeah, but there was they had a name for it. Like it was it was the last laugh. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of system they have set up in case yeah, like so, shit hits a fan. So previously, like, they why would you have a blind guy guarding the elevator? That anyway. I have no idea. You know what I mean. But he goes in and uh, kills everybody, and then Batman shows up to fight him. And he's like, I can't beat him because he knows all my fighting techniques, so I had to invent a new fighting technique to, to fight him. I can find, like, five different that, and, uh, techniques together. And he's like, I, 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 I call this one Bam Pow. <laughs> or Alfred called it Bam Pow. Bam it's pow. like, okay. For no reason, but he just likes to say it. it, it, it's, it is what it is, but... But then Punisher Batman shoots him. Shoots him with a taser bullet? A bat, bat taser. taser bullet. Yeah. Which also... Uh, it also messes with the the sound frequencies or his voice frequencies, so he can't turn off the protocol to implode the entire Last Laugh organization or Wayne Enterprises. But wh- why I'm really coming around on the Batman who laughs is he is he is Bruce Wayne, and everything right. that Batman is trying, he knows because he went through the same kind of thing. He's like, and I'm I'm thinking like when they did the Batman who laughed in. The metal. 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 The, the, the metal series. He had these sharp, pointy teeth, you know. He looked like a monster. If you look at the smile, they're starting to look more and more... Normal, <laughs> human. yeah. Human. Were they pointy? Yeah. I can't remember. I think they are, yeah. No, I mean, like, in, in Dark Knight's Metal, I can't remember them being pointy. But anyway, uh, he goes back and, and kind of shakes the, the Joker, and he's like, you got to tell me what I need to do here. You know what, what he's doing. And Alfred's like, he's... Brain dead. There's nothing left there. That's just the way he breathes. That's just every time he breathes, he leaves out a ha. And he's and the Joker's like, nope, I'm here. Yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't know it, but only one person does. uh, What his plans are, and then he goes and he, well, or uh, Gordon Gordon. goes to talk to his son James, that fucking super psychopath serial killer guy. Um, So I guess they have to find another serial killer to To find out what his plans are. So. That's an interesting turn. It, it was, I'm interested now. I didn't care about the first one too much, but um, I'll probably keep reading this one. Yeah, they're they're doing enough to keep your interest. It's again, it's not going to be one that's going to be a pick of the week, but it's a interesting read. It's a different take on everything, and yeah. 
real quick, Superman number seven. Do we have to? Well, I, I just have to talk <laughs> about it because it, it, it it's, could a, big, it's be a big deal. It a rehabby award winning. It's a big deal because... Uh, no, no, that was Matt John's Steve. back and he's aged up. He's now 17 years old. Um, the way they explain it is that uh, time passed for him at a normal pace, but when he came back to Earth, it, it turned out only like three weeks had passed. Um, he goes and uh, brings him back to his his mo- to Lois, and he's like, hey, our, our son's back, and she just calls him boy, which was weird. Why do they keep calling him boy? I don't know. Look, for whatever reason, the, worst, the thing that Bendis is the worst at now that he's taken over Superman, is dialogue between the family. It's always awful and really awkward and cringy. I can't stand any of it. Uh, but he goes on to explain what happens immediately after he leaves. Uh, uh, not yet. I'm not I'm not eating any cheese during this review. Not happening. Um, get the fuck out of here. Waving that fucking... Anyway. Uh... So as soon as they take off, Lois Lois goes with them, and the Dominators show up and start attacking their spaceship, and Jor El and uh, and John just go out and, and take care of the Dominators like it's nothing. Like he wasn't training him at all. This is like the first hour they're in space, um, and then Lois puts on the 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 old suit, uh, the Rebirth suit for uh, Superman. And they go to this alien planet where everyone recognizes her as royalty because she's wearing the house, the crest of, of the House of L on her chest. And she looks like she's like 18. Yeah. And then alien people are like touching her breasts because of... Uh... What am I looking at? I was showing Oh, just showing him the age. Okay. Lobo shows up. Yeah. Of which course. pissed me off because why is he in a shitty book? He's already in another shitty book in the Justice League of America, which I stopped please, reading. But please tell me that freaking Bendis is not going to fu- ruin He him. doesn't fuck him up. In fact, it's it's very short appearance, and he's it serves a good purpose. Um, he's like, oh, it's little Superman. Uh, where'd you come from? And 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 John tries to correct him and says, I'm Superboy. And he's like, look. Um, he says, I guess no one's told you yet. Uh, you're a man when you decide to be a man. And nobody's handing you a certificate just for doing nothing, um, just because you just because you say you're, you know, Superboy or a man or whatever. And then he just leaves. Um, it's just a, you know, say hi to your pops. So thankfully he didn't. He wasn't in the book long enough to be fucked up. But uh, ultimately, uh, Lois realizes that her presence is just going to cause issues. So she goes home, and uh, John explains he's back because he needs to tell them that. His grandpa is completely insane, which no we knew shit. that. We knew this. Did, did, didn't we have like a ten issue arc? The whole, the whole Oz yeah, effect the, thing. Uh, the Oz effect <laughs> thing kind of just set up Jor-El to be a fucking psychopath, and then suddenly Bendis takes over and says, "You know what? Jor's not a bad guy." Like they just found out he's a fucking psychopath, and he's be he, like, even, even the only thing we had was that like Superman was like, "Oh well, maybe the Krypton Kryptonite in his staff is like m- messing with his mind." But then the next time we see him, he's like, hey, I want to take your son up into space for a couple of years and, and train him. And they're just like, yep, okay, that's fine with me. I'll take my wife as well. And then he comes back. He's like, hey, I don't know if you guys realize it, but Grandpa's a fucking lunatic. No shit. No fucking shit. This was awful. And, and it, Oh, man. 
I feel bad for anyone that was a fan of John originally because they've completely. I mean, they Bendis has just completely gutted that character. So, <laughs> end of review. Now I will consume some cheese. All right. Any more? So we had two shitty books. Oh yeah. This week. From, Usually, what happens when Slot Bendis? Slot Bendis. There, there's we a re- both had there, there's a reason that they their name is on the. On the uh, um, Worst yeah. book of the year award. Yeah. So yeah, and we have two uh, possible. Not even, contenders. not even cheese can fix that. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else for uh, DC? One Just more. One more. Yep. All Flash right. sixty two. We'll make it a quick one. Oh. oh. Uh-huh. Sorry if that joke was too cheesy. Oh. oh. See, you guys yell at me. So, <laughs> are they calling this guy Psych? Psych is the Sage Force uh, user. That Barry tries to find to complete his force quest. So he, he plays this whole story that he's an undercover Argus agent. He got these powers and they recruited him. At which point I'm like... He also says that like my parent, my, my dad was killed and my mother was... Or my dad died my mother was killed by these guys. So I'm here to just kind of... Because I grew up here and was recruited. And I'm like, okay. And the whole time... Iris is like, I don't trust him. Flash is like, well, I have a connection through the forces. At no point does he go, I can get to Central City literally in seconds, confirm his story, and be back here. He just goes, nope, we believe you. We're going to help you take down this casino by this bad, bad lady. Yeah. Um. What's her name? Roulette is is in charge of this big casino, and she has the, the Royal Flush Gang is, is her, her muscle. And they go into this place to kind of take, uh, they need to take down this uh, magic item she has that is blocking telepathic powers, and that's Sykes' whole thing. So they get there, and he's like, all right, we need a distraction. And he uses the psychic powers to make the Flash's disguise go away, and he just looks like the Flash rather than uh, one of the, the, I can't remember what they were called, but. I want to say Trigger Twins, but that's from the the, the, yeah. uh, the CW fun. crossover. So, um, Flash takes out all the villains, and uh, Psych takes out Roulette, and they have a they, uh, have kind of an argument. Like, why would you do that? You you're supposed to be on our side. And he's like, it worked, didn't it? I knew you would be able to take care of it. Well, he's like, this guy causing their... no Argus will take care of it. Like, you don't work for Argus. Like, we yeah. we realize that. And then the Geminis. Yeah, well, he, he reveals that he's again double-crossed him, psyched him out, and uh, the Gemini uh, Gemini twins or whatever they're called, yep. they show up and reveal that they're super old, and they're going to siphon Im- immortality energy from the forces, and they're going to do it by siphoning it from, uh, well, just the different force users. So they, and, they, and they double-cross psych. Double-cross psych, psych, so... so. I don't know who these guys are. They, they kind of get a little bit of backstory, but I still have no idea who they are. So, um, or what they. What, I, I really liked the last few when it was more campy and Indiana Jones. Like this one, just was like not so much. No, this was definitely yeah. down one. Not, not, not a good issue. I, I mean, as far as the two uh, new Force users, the the Fuerza and Psych, they're interesting characters. Oh yeah, definitely interesting characters. But it's like Iris is the whole time is telling him this guy's no good. He's gonna double cross. It's us. just it's. It, yeah, and, and Iris's whole persona just kind of is is still all over the place. Like it's in this one, she didn't change drastically, but, but she took down a super villain. Yeah, like Flash Mag- Magpie. Yeah, like she, she she manages to like do like a roundhouse kick in the middle of this big and what fight. And it's like me, what pissed me off. I was like Flash taught me that. I'm like 
Flash has never been yeah. good at hand-to-hand combat. Yes. yes. Like, at all. I don't know. Uh, I'm still interested to see where this goes, though. No, no, I'm but this was this was yeah. definitely a weaker issue. That's it for DC for me. That's all I have for DC. All right, we're moving on to independence. All right, um, where do we want to start off with? I just yeah. have the one. What one do you have? Oh, your Arg Pirate one? No, Middle oh, West. we didn't get that this week. Yeah, I yeah. Don't, I'm oh, not reading Captain Ginger. Yeah, oh, we, right. we got the Ginger. one that none of us are reading, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, go with Middle West. Okay. Okay. Um, Middle West number three by Scotty <laughs> Young. So good. This is really good. The art. I, the art's great. The coloring is great. We could almost col- give this color. The coloring is this, what sets this off. Uh, it it helps um, uh, with this one. There's a nice. There's just a nice feel with this. This adventure. And this is uh, the quest that they're. This on. is blue on colors, right? Yeah. 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 Who he's on pretty much every one of Scotty's books anymore. Okay. It seems so. Well, uh, he's doing well here. Um, the 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 kid and or what's his name again? Um, Abel. Abel. And the fox, the talking fox, are on the train, and they're kind of. All right. No, they're walking. No, they they hole up in the house. They ditched uh, Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, he set them up to. They're they're trying to. They're go on their journey. The, yeah. the journey to find. Yeah, the, but they uh, kind of pieced out before. Yeah, they still, they still yeah. ditched him. Yeah, but they're. They come across the a troll. Which apparently there's more fantasy going on in this world than, than I mean obviously there's fantasy going on and it's like but a giant World of Warcraft troll meets the Brothers Grimm troll because he does the whole bridge thing yeah with the riddle and the toll yeah but like it it, it 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 kind of establishes that the kid's not necessarily surprised to see a troll it isn't like holy shit the trolls troll. are real it's like <laughs> oh fuck I gotta deal with this troll sort of thing um, which he does. Um, his uh his powers activate and breaks open the the bridge he's on. Well, it's a covered bridge, um, and the light comes down. The sunlight comes down and turns the troll to stone. Um, meanwhile, back home, his back da- home. his dad's waking up from all this. From the aftermath of the, the tornado, tornado he, which was and yep. people are like, yeah. hey, listen, there were a lot of survivors, except no one's able to find your son. But they're like, this thing like went for like thirty miles, so. He gone, and they're yeah. like, "This is gonna sound crazy, but the tornado seemed angry." And I, I, I don't know if that sounds crazy or not, but then it seems like the dad yeah. knows he was the cause of all of this. Yep. Yeah, um, he wakes up in the hospital, and they're like, "Everything's like good, but he was in a coma, and he just wakes up. He's like, all right, you go find my kid,' and just walks out the hospital." Yeah, yeah, and is then that's he, when... but he, he's, yeah, he's definitely aware of what he did, but it does seem like he does regret. The way it went a little bit. Yeah. But so. it, it definitely seems that anger is the, you know, kind of driving force. Yeah. His powers, what him and his son have. Yeah. Either anger or fear or something, because that's when when uh, Abel is confronted with the troll and the bridge. That's when his powers yep. comes yeah. up and devastates the covered bridge. And, of course, the troll can't deal with sunlight and... But they get to Sparland, uh, the town they're looking for this uh, fortune teller, and there's a carnival in town, and that's where the entire town's at. So yeah, and then the you know we have so we have the dad looking for the kid, 
and uh, they're they're out looking for the fortune teller, which I'm assuming, I mean, it's his mom, right? That's what I'm. <laughs> yeah. That's. T- <laughs> I mean, that's where we're going, right? It's his mom, right? Uh, this book was fantastic. It easily could have been pick of the week. Oh yeah, uh, it was my pick of the week. But then Venom kind of just messed me up a little bit this week. Yeah, it was. You know, like Venom right just there. sort of took me. But uh, yeah, I I was uh, I read this after Fantastic Four Six, which made this much better. Well, what wouldn't Fantastic Four Six make better? Yeah, yeah, you could have read like forgot your phone when you went to take a bathroom break and read the back of a shampoo bottle, and it would have been better. <laughs> it would have been oh, better. Just like the good old days. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, Middle West still extremely strong book. All right, anything else indie this week? Gidgen Falls. Gidgen Falls. I number ten. The, the, oh, so good. Oh my, holy shit! Uh, there hasn't been a bad issue in this run. I don't think. Mister Lemire Fan Club still not on this. I'll catch up eventually. I guess. I'll get there eventually. Shut up and eat a piece of cheese. Look, the less cheese I eat, the more I can potentially take with me. <laughs> uh, except for there won't be any of that. Yeah, left. there won't be. Yeah, no, the I fact that I brought two pounds of cheese and there's like. A quarter on, pound there's a, sliver there's a left. pitiful amount left. <laughs> we pit, yeah. You don't got any more that cheese? Yeah. No, that's the last um, cheese. So. I'm hoping I can take it home and, and appease those that are waiting for me to cook We dinner. kind of have the intertwining stories of Father Tom. Fred. Father Fred. Frank. Fred. Fred. Father Fra- Fred and then um, Norton. Norton. And we get background on the serial killer, Norton Sinclair, and everything that. We start off with that, yeah. Kind of went on. And the origin of the Black Barn that they went in there. Which and... is the original Norton Sinclair's barn. Yep. And we see what that. What the hell is that? That's the machine we've seen from back in episode. Or episode. Uh, uh, issue, uh, issue. Like three or four. Okay, yes. And that that's what's seen, and they say. Pretty much everyone was, they just disappeared. They don't know what happened to them, including Norton Sinclair. We pick up in modern day and um, Father Fred Do- and Doc, Doc are talking. Well, he's he's kind of telling him this story. Yeah, he's yeah. telling him and, and Doc. Doc ends up with a massive heart attack. heart attack. Yeah. On life support. And we jump back and they're almost done putting the barn door to- together. And Norton and Norton the, the, and the Doctor Z, yeah, um, and they they know hey, they know what we need to do. Meanwhile, in the hospital, um, on life support, the Doc's probably not going to make it, and this has the sheriff really upset. But Father Fred also gets a phone call during this, from and he gets the, it from the bishop, bishop, from the bishop, who tells him one thing to remember is when he gets to the. Other side. When, he, when you get there, look for me. Look, look for, for me. me. I'll already be there. Yeah. And it's like, repeat after me. And yeah. he does. He's like, get where? <laughs> and, he and click. click. <laughs> um, so, so Norton is setting up the the door, and he's like, I, I don't know. And at this point, they find out where uh, Norton Sinclair's original farm was, and it's the landfill. And our Norton Sinclair realized he's like, no, no, I know where this should be. It's not here, it's there. It used to be a landfill. And he starts putting up the door, Father Fred. And that page is just... Awesome. Yeah. Well, this is where 
the duality are right now i would have to if we started now with a, a mid rehabies award mm-hmm. i'd have to give the art to andrea sorrentino yeah. on on this that just, meshes so well. just the presentation alone uh is is quite stunning and all this inter twining that's what it is it looks like two things of film just twisting and on both sides the the sheriff's telling both father not to do finding and having the key to open and each side they're like don't do this and then they both see the black barn from different perspectives time frames well i wouldn't know about sides i would say different sides and they both go in and they both go in and they end up coming up and he's like who in the hell are you yeah so but there was a there was a time when somebody mentions her brother's name, the sheriff's yeah, brother's yeah, name, and, and, Mr. and, and Norton yep. looks. Yeah. Well, well, there's yeah. a there's a flashback in all this of Mister Reedy leading their brother into this, uh, into the landfill. Yeah. So, again, I don't know if this is definitely him or not with the whole Norton Sinclair thing, but. Holy fuck! Yeah. Oh yeah. This 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 was this was definitely a mind. This this was a this was a mind screw this like, week. This yeah. in any other week would have been pick of the week easily. But it had so many books it was up against. Yeah. Like, and honestly, this was my pick of the week until I read Invaders. This was the first book I read this week. I'm like, well, there's my pick of the week, and then right. I just it, solid week. I mean, yeah. They'll say. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Okay, anything? Else? Well, you got another Donny Cates and uh, last got, two aftershock. Books. Two aftershock books. Look yeah, at that. Look at that. Aftershock so, getting some love. I'm gonna roll into a walk through hell, which you did not read this week. I think. No, I'm behind. Uh, the first couple of pages focus on the director and her travel through this warehouse, and get a little bit more background and why she put. Uh, the partners together and you know why she split them up and stuff like that but then we get into some I don't know how do you want to put this Jimmy preachy religious stuff yeah it got really like yeah like really uh, anti-religion almost and it's coming out of Bobby Hill's mouth so (laughs) yeah the serial killer it's this church and they're like why would well it's Notre Dame Cathedral yeah he's like why would you show us this based is this and then like well it's all based off of the story that the chief had told them before and they're like what the hell is going on it's like you should be dead and like he grabs her arm is like well you don't feel so uh alive there yourself and they're like is this hell he's like well what really is hell and he's like it's very weird yeah and they're bouncing back and forth and meanwhile she's walking through and is consistently getting texts from uh, Goss. Goss and... Who's the guy that got attacked by the arms and legs? No, Goss is the female detective, I thought. No. That's... Uh... Ah, crap. Ah, H- crap? Huntsinger? Huntsinger's the partner. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Goss is the is female. It? Yeah. We, we... I thought Goss was, Goss was the guy that got tore apart by the... I don't know, but it gets super preachy, and she's getting all these texts, and finally he's like, well, you need, you need come in, uh, come in here and explain everything, and they walk into the interrogation room with his lawyer that's there. Trying to swallow his own tongue. Yep, and like, well, is he alive, or is it just part of the imagination? It's like, well, 
sit down and get this started. Like, what are you talking about? The interrogation. I don't know where this is going. Because like, the last scene with the director is the eyeballs hanging off a hook. Yeah, it's... I have no idea what's... Like, this. Out of all of them that I've read, this is probably my least favorite so far. Yeah, almost to the point that I don't care about the series. Yeah, like... I, near, like it has definitely diminished the series in my eyes. Yeah, like, if this is where they're going now, with Now, if they explain a lot of this away in the next issue... Yeah, it's just so open-ended. Yeah. Like, like, just very kind of anti-religion, but not, like, directly kind of saying it. it no, it's like... Very hard to explain. And they're, they're like, they're alluding that this guy is the Antichrist, but not really the Antichrist. Yeah, it's... It, it, it's... Like, I get what he's trying to do, but I don't think he's... Yeah, I, He's I, not coming across the right way with it. Yeah, this... This is definitely not uh, Garth Ennis's wheelhouse here. Like, I think he's going to an area that he doesn't really do well in. The other stuff was good, but this, like I said, very, very much a step back. This is hands down the weakest one of the series so far. I mean, I'll continue on. I'm going to stay with it. Yeah, to see where it's going. Yeah, because two could be building to something there. Yeah, but two or three issues like this, and I can see a big drop off. I, I probably wouldn't stick. It if yeah, because Garth Ennis never came off well, to this, me as the preaching type. 12. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Like he, like the stuff that I've read from him is never really no, preaching. no, not like this. But again, he could be setting something up. Right. Uh, that's what this seems like, and it, and it could a, be to throw everybody off. Too. Yeah, it's a lot so, of open-ended questions that are there, so you know, it could be a good setup. But again, uh, by itself, this is not a strong. Yeah, issue. this would not be an issue to jump into it. All right, and the. Final book goes to Jimmy. Yep, uh, Mr. Donny Cates uh, with Baby Teeth. Uh, so this is now the second issue since uh, what, the uh, hiatus. What issue are we on on Baby Teeth? Uh, 14. 14, wow. So they have, the last issue, Satan has kind of come down and they let him know that he has a son. Uh, the dad is just firing away at him and Satan's just like, oh, come on, dude, what? And it's found out that Everyone sees him as something different. Um, the older Middle Eastern woman sees him as just an endless field of death. Uh, obviously, our main character sees him as this kind of teenage... Uh, heartthrob? Not heartthrob, but just kind of outsider kind of looking guy. And he confronts the uh, dad. He's like, well, you're, you're super religious and stuff like that. You probably see me as like the classic biblical Bible. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. And that's exactly what he sees him as. But anyways, he's like, <laughs> he, go, he goes, let, let me just let you know, uh, you know, I'm not a bad guy. You know, I'm just, you know, I, I was put here. You know, I'm making the best of this situation. He's like, hey, who's hungry? And he takes them to his beach house in the middle of hell. And this is where the devil has just won me over. It's probably my favorite character in a comic book in a long time. He literally just grabs a beer out uh, out of it. He's holding a knife because he's going to kill a cat to cook. They're like, whoa, 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 no. Put the knife down. He just turns into a serpent. They're like, snake's not any better, dude. And he's like, all right. He's like, so what's this about you having a chosen child and they explain how she's of a chosen bloodline and that she is to give birth to an antichrist and all this. And he's like, Oh, here we go. And he literally just pops open a beer 
and walks and t- sits down. He's like, listen, this isn't me. You know, I- I've done this, you know, hundreds of times. It's the other guy. He's the one that's putting all this into motion. He's the one that, you know, likes to uh, make miraculous uh, babies out of nowhere. And they're like, wait, are you saying Jesus is the original Antichrist? Like, I'm not saying there's an Antichrist. And this devil is just like that. And they're like, well, what are you saying? He's like, you, this is your son. He's like, no, this is my son. He's like, I don't knock people up. Well, who knocked you? Who did that? And he just points up. He's like, he did. So, holy hell. I get where they're playing on it. This whole thing has been kind of the Antichrist. And he's saying, listen, I'm just a fallen angel. I was sent down here as punishment. He's like, I don't want a war. He's like, I know what happens if I go to war. He's going to just strike me down. He's like, I want nothing to do with it. So it, it was great. I just love this this devil because literally just cracked open beers like, fuck, here we go again. So he's been dealing with this, obviously, for millennia of this whole Antichrist thing, and he's just kind of fed up with it. So I'm interested to see where they go from here. Um, if they leave hell or if they try to recruit this devil into their trying to figure it out but he tells them throughout this he's like listen i i have nothing to do with this and they're like well there's people on earth that are like trying to kill us and it's like well i i'm not a part of this he's like i want nothing to do with this he's like oh so we're gonna be all right when we go back he's like oh no yous are fucked but i have nothing to do with it that but it that is it all righty do, do we have any meteor uh DC and Target announced they're now getting a 100-page giant exclusive. They're also expanding the Walmart 100 Giants to the Flash. The now. Flash, yeah. The Flash is getting a title as well. Um, uh, Justice League Unlimited is coming back in the form of a animated movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be one. Um, Which was the best Justice League. Uh, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they got, uh, I believe, most of the original voice actors back. Are, are they going to pick? Them, are so. they going to pick up with the whole storyline? Because I'm not sure. Yeah, it left off because because that left off with uh, um, Matt finding out that he is Bruce Wayne's son through uh, Amanda Waller. Yeah, and but that Cadmus. was a future episode. Um, yeah, but I think that was the series finale. Was that the series? I'm not sure because it's coming back in the form of an animated movie as opposed to a series. Yeah, so, so I don't know where it's going to pick up. I, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Uh, the uh, Young Justice has been solid so far for the episodes that are released now. Obviously, I haven't watched this week's, but it's same. You can tell it's the same writers, same team there. It's it's picking up. It's very solid. Um, it's been announced that. DC is trying very hard to get Affleck back, but he's done with Batman apparently. Yeah, this time uh, that's the rumor mill going around. Well, Matt Reeves wants well, that's a... been yeah kind of but, already stated, but apparently uh, Reeves, who is writing the Batman movie that's now officially in production and is moving forward, has really looked into uh, a younger Batman. So. I don't know what they're doing with this DC universe because Aquaman was great. Well, apparently neither do they. So I mean, Aquaman, it, it's now made over a billion dollars. DC finally is making money on a movie. But it just seems like that whole joint universe thing is kind of in shambles. Yeah. 
So we'll see where that goes. Um, besides that, I don't really have a whole dumbest article I saw all week. Somebody had an article up that um, Carpenter's Escape movies are very similar. That was the title. That was the title of the article. I'm like, no shit, really. <laughs> I it, it was that dumb of a headline that I didn't even click on it to read. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> Any other meteor? I got nothing. Um, no, uh, Flash I, return this week. Flash and return and as well, well as supernatural. Yeah, Connors is back on. I think they're wrapping up. That's going to be their their run on that's going to be over yeah. pretty soon. I, it's I don't know. I've been watching it. It still feels like Roseanne. Gotham's been okay this season. Uh, I saw the first one. I didn't. There's what three out now. Three, yeah, the third so one. I didn't really watch the last night. I didn't watch that one either. Yet. Yeah. So I yeah, you can kind of sort of see where they're going with the no man's land thing. Um. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's stuff going on. Like, what, Glass is out this weekend? Glass is out. And it's weekend. been not good reviews, both critics and... Really? I, I've i heard... I've heard one that uh, they're saying that... They're like M. Night Shyamalan was saying the, the people that put the trailer together are making it seem like a totally different movie. Than what it is. And I've also read spoilers that... It's not going to be what people really want, right? At at all. So, um, I'm still going to see it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right. Okay. Shoutouts, Doug. We Doug, love you. We love you, man. Comment, comment. You get a free book <laughs> signed by Jimmy Kimmel for signed. for our new award winning uh, Jimmy. Our Kimmel. new likes on the Facebook. Uh, Thank you. You're actually listening. Thanks. Comment, please. <laughs> Jimmy um, will still sing you a signed book. He 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 didn't work on it, but he'll sign it. <laughs> intro music sounds really really good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well well done. Mm-hmm. If if uh, anyone wants to get a credit on this podcast and is very good at audio editing, let us know. Uh, <laughs> we will compensate you in yeah. cheese and beer. Cheese and beer. Uh, if you're local. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Or just decline. Just say no. I will not edit it. Just comment anything, please. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank the people that are supporting us. Uh, Steve Kafka is still sharing us out. So are the guys up at Castle. Uh, ben and John, we love you guys too. So um, There's a lot of cons going on. Ice Wars will be going on up in Scranton in February. Uh, we got the Super Bowl con in Maryland uh, on Super Bowl Day. And Frederick, uh, Maryland also. Had, we had the Frederick Com- Comic Con at the end of February, which you helped me out with that the last time, and you know yeah. how big that one gets. Yeah. And Philly yeah. this weekend. And, uh, and Philly this weekend. Yeah. If it's. That's the 28th, then. It's it? the last Saturday. Yeah. All right. I have to check my schedule. I'm All right. Figure we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, well, you, yeah, that's a good con. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Cool. All righty. Well, thank you for. Uh, uh, Staying this far into the podcast, <laughs> yep. And uh, listening, I'm the Maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel, almost live. Just Josh. Cheesy Josh. Just cheesy Josh. All right. Thanks, and be good to each other.